Previously on Polyamory. You're standing in front of a cave. There is a a, a cackling <laughs> snake with a purple and green reticulated pattern. I understand from the, the minds of these two, there was to be a bug. Yeah, they didn't just want to stop a few people's nightmares. They wanted to stop everyone's nightmares. They desired to make this item. The Nulls wanted a business selling their wares. I wondered if you might know anything about some weird glowing spiders. The spiders are running out of food. Their world is shrinking. You head back to Polyamory headquarters, and Puff is there, just hanging out in in the back of the cart. Hey, Puff. <laughs> Here you go, little fella. We got you some minor puffery stuff, and I thought you might fancy an apple pie. I'm going to go for the one in the middle. Right. I'm going to put my axe straight through the front of his face, through the back of his skull. And I'm going to use it as a scoop to pick him up out of his seat. Shake the oh axe dear. to drop him off of it, and then just drop down into his seat. Put my arm one round the shoulder of either of the other two. Evening, fellas. What the fuck? So they're covered in blood and chunks, and suddenly there's a dust genasi just sitting next to them as the cart goes ba-dum, ba-dum, over the remains of their friend. Driving up to the main gate, there's a shed there, and a knoll just sitting there reading a newspaper. Doesn't even look up, just waves you through. Parkin will try and move around as inconspicuously as possible. Maybe just kind of like looking around. Oh, where are my friends? Parkin will open the door and stroll boldly in. It's it's pretty dark in here. It looks like the, the main lights are down. There appears to be a sort of rumbling sound far away. It's quite, quite a low rumble. You can see just pallets and pallets of traps you can't really see anything, it's very dark here, but you can hear, like, occasional moving of chains. Is this going to be another set of portals with some chained up people carrying stuff through? Now that you mention it. Now that I mention that it. That hum does have a very portly, portly vibe there. And there's just a bunch of gnomes just chained to the floor. Parkin will approach cautiously. Oh, who's there? No, please don't hurt us again. I just say, this this warehouse seems a lot less defended than the last one. I feel like we could sneak these, these, these ones out to safety. And as you open the door, you are greeted by a sight of two nulls clearly having sex. The null that is bent over getting their brain sh- sh- shagged out notices the door opening and sees Parkin standing there and says, Parkin, you came! <sighs> Good evening and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemic Series Polyamory! Hello everyone. Hello. Hello. So, you, I seem to remember that we had ended with the, the group you'd rescued um, 30 gnomes uh, in little sets of fives. Yeah, they they've not yet made it out. They're sort of uh, waiting waiting for a good for a good moment, I think. But uh, we decided to go deeper into the building, and then 
we happen to see something. Well, they were still stuck together in sets of five, but they had been free from the floor, and that's the important yeah. part. Well, like, hey, if shit goes down, maybe sprint away, but until then, like, don't worry, we will come back. But if they things go cool down, make game. a run for it. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and D, you had taken on the form of Parkin. The Parkin. The Parkin. The world's, the world's greatest anything. We all I love mean, you, yeah. Parkin. I mean, no one on the planet has a bad thing to say about Parkin. Oh, <laughs> there are gods less beloved. <laughs> well... Uh, yes, and you'd headed upstairs to the other floor, where you encountered seven gnolls standing around, uh, three of them engaged in sexual activity, while another one pointed a scry pad. There seemed to be lots of just bowls and bowls of drugs around, a little bit of crystal, some purple worm. A lot of people, a lot of smell of smoking dove leaf, and the the person who was getting pounded vigorously from behind looked up at D as you came up the stairs and said, "Park him, you came." Not yet, he didn't. Oh, finger oh. guns. <laughs> um, so just to check, did you all go straight up the stairs and come out from the shadows? I think we sort of probably hung behind Parkin slightly, so we may not be immediately in in the room, but I think Parkin's going to need an excuse to bring us through. Do you want to try and roll stealth before? I mean, any further? That's, that's an option, yeah. <laughs> I can try, but I don't think I'll succeed. Oh, I, I might. Ten. Uh, ten is... Does just standing at the top of the stairs like bunnies in the headlights work or not? I'm going to say oh. that you weren't immediately spotted. Yay. So um, unless you unless you do something specifically to draw attention to yourselves, you might be okay. Everyone's too busy looking at Parkin, who is great. He is great. Also, there's like fancy stage lights on, you know, just yeah. to make sure it's it's nicely shot. Well so lit. they might not actually be able to see you because of the glare of the lights. So this is all on you, Parkin. What, what are you going to do? I bet it's going to be amazing, whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, it's Parkin doing it. It's going to be great. Right. Parkin will draw attention away from friends and step into the light. Hello. Parkin, you don't usually come to these things. We always invite you. <laughs> Parkin trying to do new things. Parkin boyfriend says Parkin is boring. No, no, Parkin not boring. You are a wonderful fellow. Everybody says so. Parkin smile. Would you care for anything from our great bounty we have here tonight? He gestures around at lots of drugs. Parkin will look and ask how long they have been here. Oh, you know, we finished up a few hours ago. We got a Got everything set up. Uh, Obman has said, you know, he can just use the f- the uh, factory floor when he's not up here. Parking not. Um, what what all is around? You said purple worm. Uh, purple worm. There is some crystal. Uh-huh. Um, people are smoking dove leaf, so you would guess there is some dove leaf kicking about. There's there's lots of lube. There's drugs and sex people. Ooh. There's drugs and sex people, and there is sort of uh, a shady guy who appears to be sort of directing this. There's like a camera operator with a subscribe pad. Is there anyone playing rock music so that we can have sex, drugs, and rock and roll? I, I don't, it doesn't look like they hired a bard. I think they were going to add the music in later. <laughs> we could just roll some rocks around. 
I mean, that is Industry's wheelhouse. So, yeah. can you think of like an act you could get them doing that would take all of their, you know, you get them to close all of their eyes or, you know, take their eyes away from the doorway? Yeah. Parkin will approach director, also Noel. Yes, they're all Noel's. Parkin will say, what is seen? We are currently doing a, a bit of spit roast. <laughs> we have this one here at front wearing strap-on. She's bent over and he is going in from behind. A lot of ass slapping here. Hmm. Perhaps you do blindfolds? <laughs> ah, kinky. I did not know this about you, Parkin. Uh, yes, and he sort of gestures to uh, one of the other people uh, and sends them off to uh, just the other side of the room. It's quite a way away because it's a long sort of warehouse floor. Like the floor below, but more open rather than stacks of fake traps. Um, can I do a perception for anything else that's here? Or anything I might be interested in on this floor? I mean, besides the obvious. Sure. 14. Okay, up here... Aside from the pawn shoot, there it appears to be like a pretty boring, um, like a factory floor. There's some some forgy bits on one side. Uh, obviously, that'll be the same side of the building as the chimneys. Obviously, that this is where they're forming like metal parts for the traps. There's uh, like heavy moulds, like big stone moulds for for bits that they just pour the metal straight out in, and then it'll be handed off to to other workers. So, from what we've seen up here, could we confirm that this is the origin point of these traps, that they're not coming here from somewhere else, they're being made here? I would think that based on the information you have, that would be a fair assumption. Okay, so kind of what I'm thinking is, we've got enough from that information that if we were to to leave now, we could go, hey, we've found the source of the fake traps, you know, mission done, bish bash bosh, and maybe not risk going further in. I've just realised that um, Dusty has Smith's tools. Now hear me out. We sneak back downstairs. We try and untether the gnomes from each other using the tools. We get the ones that know what they're doing with the trap manufacturer to teach the other ones how to rig the traps to blow as we leave. Grab D on the way out and don't look at the explosion. That would be the coolest option. I mean, that would be the coolest option. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like D has given us enough cover with the with the routine here that that we've gotten the information we need from upstairs. Okay, I'm happy to slide off back downstairs. Um, okay, I'm willing to let that the previous stealth check ride. I think they're all wowed enough and distracted enough by the glory that is parking that if you two want to escape downstairs, you can do so. Uh, yes, Bromar is on board with that plan. Yes, Hooray. and you've got. Sending or something like that, haven't you? It is a skill I have, awakened mind. I can communicate telepathically, so I will communicate to D. Just keep them busy for a second while we get rid of everyone downstairs and get ready to go, and we'll give you the signal when it's time to make your excuses and get out. It's about this time that Noel that was sent off to get blindfolds come back, uh, holding like a few strips of, of fabric. Mm-hmm. You don't know where they got it from. Parkin will help. Can Parkin help? Sure, Parkin. Who could resist uh, any offer of assistance from you? Truly, you will bless our picture. Parkin blush. <laughs> oh! Can we kidnap the real Parkin on the way home? You have to find them first. Okay, well, we'll go into the goblin's head, I guess. <laughs> Makes me glad we didn't kill Parkin. Really? Truly? We killed Parkin's friend, but we, we, we left the good character alive. Fate smiles upon Parkin. 
Although, if you had killed Parkin, you could become Parkin. You could be the new Parkin. It's true. Just assume Parkin's identity. No, there's no D anymore. It's just Parkin. <laughs> Unconditional love for no reason. Doing menial work. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I've lost my partner. They've just become Parkin now. <laughs> okay, so should we head downstairs then? Yep, down we go. You sneak away, and the Parkin and the, the Null help blindfold everyone on, on the shoot. Action! And it's back to the action. And, oh, it's a bit sloppy. The one that's bent over the table nearly gets it in the eye. Mm. Oof. Well, good thing about the blindfold, that'll keep it out the eye. Right? Yeah, but being flacked in the eye in the eyeball with a dong is, uh, <laughs> is a bad thing. Still hurts. Tender eye meats. <laughs> Parkin will remain quiet about what he has done to shoot. You're not going to jump in and help? Uh, Parkin is more embarrassed. I mean... You could try rolling performance, would it be? I, I want to say that we, we should see how well Parkin performs as as director of this little notion. Oh, I mean, if Parkin can, Parkin will go and remove blindfold of person in front okay. and guide them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then reapply blindfold. And then... Oh, thank you, Parkin. That is much better. And the person bent over the table is like, Yes, Parkin, thank you. That is anything to avoid getting banged in the eye. I mean, surely they'd be saying... <laughs> Parkin will, will say, Keep... Are they paws? Would they be paws? They're like hands, right? We have... Nulls have hands. I, I, I like paws. Keep... I'm not going to ask uh, how they hold weapons, I've, but they I've, do something. I've done a Google, and they appear to have paws, but with posable thumbs. There we go. A posable so like... thumbs. Yeah. A posable thumbs. Yay. They're, they're sort of paw hands. <laughs> they got pandies. Parkin will guide pandies to head and say, keep pandies on head. We'll prevent injury. Thank you, Parkin. Yes, yes, this will make it much better. Thank you. You are truly a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so downstairs. Uh, so with Parkin's help, they go on to make just a, a really cracking porn film with one really, really good scene that everyone says is just masterful. Well done, Parkin. You made good porn. Good job, Parkin. Anyway. Good porn, Meanwhile, good distraction. Downstairs. downstairs, what do you want Dusty to roll to see if he can work out how to end this building with its own traps? Would that be perception, maybe? I'm not going to tell you how to do that, but if you say, I want to try this, all right, I will tell you if you want to do, uh, do an investigation. Investigation. Three. With a three, you think that it would be a brilliant idea to just start smacking boxes of traps cuz you know they explode um if 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 this begins to happen bromara will be on hold hold you back duty all right so i've decided that the best course of action is to just start knocking boxes over boys okay uh i'm going to get those gnomes what would i try to use my smith's tools to get them out of being five linked sleight of hand strength with advantage all plus right. your proficiency Eight. 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 Okay, you start banging away at the chains with your... Uh, what are they? Tinkerer's tools? No, Smith's tools. They're a bit more Smith's heavy duty than that. Okay, so you start banging away, but you realise that what you really need to do is heat the metal if you're going to work it with your Smith's tools. Hey, hey, I have napalm slime. That might cause things to heat. Okay. 
Can I apply that to just like very select areas? Yeah, sure. Okay. Little bit of napalm slime here and there to try and help the uh, that process. Okay, let's have another strength with advantage plus proficiency. Eighteen. Um, okay, you smash the crap out of uh, all the places that were heated up enough. Yes. And that completely frees an entire chain of gnomes. You have five completely free gnomes. And 25 slightly legged up gnomes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, to be fair, the capsules aren't that big, so I couldn't let you have much more than five people's worth of slime. That's that's okay. Fair. Okay, what are we going to do about the rest? Well, I have an idea, and it involves smashing boxes. Um, what, with the rest of them still in here? No. They're not attached to the floor anymore. They can move. Yeah, they can move all of these boxes into a domino. Are we suggesting a chain reaction? Don't say chains, it's insensitive. (laughs) They they are stacked floor to ceiling like an Ikea. You know the warehouse section of an Ikea? My suggestion was going to be more, uh, see if we can get some help from Puff, who could maybe set a building full of traps alight. Puff the Black Magic Dragon? Yeah. How can Puff would be up for this? And I do have Find Familiar now that I can use to go, hey, come to me, friend. While you're doing that, Dusty's going to pick a box at random and open it and see what he finds. Okay, roll roll me a d10. Oh, God. Eight. Roll me a d4. Oh, no. Why am I rolling so many dice? Two. Okay. You see a Morpin the Aggie Warlock blow up. It looks very similar to something you sell at Polyarmory, the blow-off, by Merkin the Aggie Wizard. So you know roughly what it should do. It should cast Gust. Should. It, yeah, it should, when triggered, blast out, blast out a 60 foot by 10 foot blast of wind. So while this very dangerous box is being messed around, uh, Bromari is going to start trying to shepherd out the uh, all of these people in chains as best she can. Yep, that's absolutely fine. The the security guard that you encountered earlier seems to have gone back to their their little uh, security hut, having done their round for this brief period. And we know roughly where that is, so as such, where to avoid being. Yeah. If Dusty wanted to just scoop up five gnomes together in, like, a bear hug and carry them out... Sure. Does that mean you're leaving your uh, blow-up unattended? It does mean that I'm leaving my blower unattended. Okay. Like I'm just going to shimmy them all to the door and then go back and start opening more boxes. Uh, Bromara, where are you while those uh, gnomes are being uh, ushered out? Well, if if we're confident that the gnomes are going to be out safely, Bromara's going to try and uh, message to D to give a heads up that we are ready for this place to blow. Well, Barkin should go. It was lovely to have you here, friend. You have blessed our film and and truly made an absolutely stunning scene. Uh, would you like to be credited? Barkin would love. It will be our honour to have your name upon a glorious film. And he wipes a little t- tear from his eye. Barkin will give everyone kiss on cheek before Barkin go. I, I feel like considering whenever we're about to blow this place, that feels like that sort of mafia film kiss of death thing going on. <laughs> It's a lot more morbid when it's like, I give you a kiss and you a kiss and you're all going to die in a minute. Are you saying this is going to be a night they'll remember for the rest of their lives? I mean, technically, yes. Barkin believed this art will be the greatest work of lives. End of part. 
are you going to recommend before you leave? Like, you might want to back that up on the cloud, like, now. Yes, Parkin will also recommend that you save copy now. <laughs> oh, Parkin, you are so wise. Always good to have backup. You'll never know when some memory might fail or something. You're so wise. Or some unfortunate, unintended accident might occur. Bother is that. You do work in a dangerous, unstable uh, goods factory. I feel like Brilmara would just be saying these things to D <laughs> overhearing this conversation. <laughs> um, little bit, little bit. Um, it's basically Dusty Christmas at this point. He's just very carefully opening as many boxes as he can to oh, see what he finds. Okay. Right, okay. Uh, let's dial that back a little bit. No? Uh, roll me another D10 for the next box you open. Eight. And a D4? Four. Um, you see what looks like uh, a large slab of stone, such as you might find on the floor of a typical dungeon. And there is uh, sort of slightly set into it, like an almost perceptibly, imperceptibly pink rune. Hmm. Well, that doesn't look like it's going to explode. I have no interest in this. <laughs> Fine. Blow it is. In what way? Throw it at some high up shelf in the hopes that it causes lots of things to start blowing in all directions and setting off. Do any of you have fire magic? No, I have dirt magic. Perkin has no magic. <laughs> okay, because I suppose I have one remaining option. <gasps> I have I have a Nolotov left. Hmm. A Nolotov might set some things off. I mean, if you want, but um. I'm kind of into using the blower to just... Because if it's stacked floor to ceiling, if we chuck it up high, it'll start the dominoes, won't it? I'm on board with this plan. Do the thing. All right. All the gnomes outside. Do we see the security guard? No. Does Do we want to use Puff to put it up top? Or are we just going to yeet? I reckon just lob it. Okay. Can I have a group strength check to throw it then? I don't know. Can you? 13. Has D made it back? Can D 19. And yeah, we're not doing this until D's back. Parkin's incredible null strength with pens. Oh. Oh, definitely. Of course you got a 19. Parkin's great at everything. Right. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't a crit. <laughs> Obviously too modest for a crit. Didn't want to show everyone else up. He's too polite. <laughs> Such a great guy. <laughs> you... Throw the box containing the blow up as high as you can. It hits about two thirds of the way up the stack and just bursts out in all directions. Just this huge gust of wind that blows you back out of the door and the doors sort of just bash against the side of the building. But in turn, this has clearly started something and you can hear things starting to snap in boxes Things starting to pop. You can hear that sort of sound of straining metal. It's starting to creak. There is wood snapping here and there. And all of a sudden there is just an almighty blast that gets louder and louder and louder as it echoes all across this huge warehouse. All the windows are starting to be blown out. There are chunks of trap just flying out. There's bursts of flames... There's spikes just going, just being shot into the night sky. 
and and clattering on the far side of the cart park. And we know none of this because we're too cool to look at it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and you're just lying on your backs just outside the door. <laughs> but cool, right? I mean, cool, cool as fuck. You definitely did this. Um, you've landed in such a way that if, it, if you were just shot as a single sort of top-down look, you'd look really badass. Yeah. And then you'd sort of stand up and then just be this perfect... Uh, like outline of you where you've just been lying on the floor. <laughs> yeah, the building's kind of gone. As the roof starts to collapse through through the top, the sign on the front saying Obman's just crashes off and lands sort of on the floor in front of you. Oh no! You know what the worst part of this is? There's video footage that Parkin uh, uh, that Parkin was in there. They're gonna have to have a funeral for Parkin. Everyone's gonna but, be so sad. But Parkin had survived. Ah, yes. Parkin's miraculous survival, because Parkin is the best. Parkin is unkillable. Right? <laughs> oh, and everyone's just going to think he's too traumatised to remember. So we need we need to get back to our car and get uh, get the hell out of here. So the piggies were left in Bay 4. The piggies were left in Bay 4. Are gnomes coming with us? Load them all on the back. Then Parkin will stay Parkin, for gnomes trust Parkin. Okay, so you're back on the box car that you came in on. Mm-hmm. They are all, all the gnomes are loaded into the back. Um, who's driving? Oh, Parkin should drive. Yeah. Okay, and the other two are you staying on the front, on top, in the back? Uh, is gonna stay in the back and just make sure that the gnomes are all doing all right. Mm-hmm. On top. Okay. Uh, let's have an animal handling from the with advantage. Eighteen. Hooray. Lovely. Excellent. So, Dee, you managed to uh, safely drive back to the uh, that back to your own car. Did we ever decide if you summoned uh, Puff or not? Uh, I didn't do so in the end uh, because we found an alternative way to do it, and I wanted to make sure that our cart was as protected as possible. Okay, so so um, Puff is just sitting on the cart listening to uh, some uh, minopothecary courtship played like really tinnily through the speakers of a scrytone. <laughs> Oh, Dusty's gonna go to greet him and just like his best friendly uncle. Really happy to see him. You're all right there, Puff. Not been too lonely, have you? Um, it's sort of a, a, a sort of a happy cheer up. Uh, Bromara's gonna gonna go and uh, go and say to Puff, "There's some people we got to chuck in the back, but I promise none of them will complain about your music choice. Uh-huh. You get you get to pick the music. Puff will remember this. Oh, <laughs> you." are not going to fit all of those names in the back of your cart. Mm. Can any of they them drive? fine in the back of the box cart, but Could... uh, can any of them drive? You can ask. So, uh, can any of you lot drive? Like, well, or should we have the dragon do it? I could, I could have my unseen servant do it, perhaps. Oh, well, you know, it can't be that different to, like, ponies. Right, you just, you go sit in the back there. We'll worry about it. We can sort your lessons later. Oh, f- thanks very much. Actually, yeah, Bramar is happy to, to, to drive one of the carts. I mean, it is one of them is your cart anyway, so... Yeah, well, if, if Bramara maybe wants to take one and then D take the other, because D's got that good animal handling. Good, good animal. Hooray. All right, Dusty's going to go sit with Puff. What do I roll to bond with the tiny dragon? How do you want to bond with the tiny dragon? I, I just want to be friendly, Uncle Duster. Charisma? Oh, crit fail. I got a botch, and I, I have a minus one to that. I've oh, got a zero. A zero is not good. 
an absolute zero. Okay, you start rattling off the names of tracks uh, for a band you think is is mine apothecary oh, no. courtship. Oh no! But it's you're 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 actually mentioning the names of tracks by like a, a, another band called Branus. Oh, no. Who they were one-hit wonders. The fact that you know more than the one hit that they were famous for <laughs> is quite an incredible thing. And and Puff is sort of like rolling eyes, but you're just like really just like yeah, I love this track. <laughs> oh no! But uh, and, and Puff's just like rolling eyes, just like yeah, whatever, Grandpa. <laughs> Oh no, oh no, you've become a boomer to my teenage son. <laughs> oh no, I'm all to irrelevant. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> uh, where, where are you heading to? Uh, back to Polyamory HQ, I would suppose, to report the mission done and also to maybe drop off all these gnomes as like, hey, here's somewhere you can work. As you pull away from where you'd park the other car, you hear a further boom further back down from from the factory and this time we're traveling away from it not looking at it all cool this, yeah yeah <laughs> yes you've managed to get both carts side by side it's a wide enough bit of tunnel there's a huge explosion from behind we're all backlit so you just see the silhouettes of the carts the the uh, the obman's sign gets blown and just sort of spins and spins and spins and then does like a spin on one point on the floor <laughs> <laughs> and you head back to Polyamory HQ. Uh, so you're back in Grybon at Polyamory HQ with some gnomes. Hey, so we worked out where those fake traps were coming from and the place is now exploded. I like the way you were, Brumora. Oh, you should have seen it. Yeah, we, we did the thing and uh, we've got some people here who would be really into working... Not tied up in chains. Not slaves. Oh, I, I know. What would I think of that? I know. If, if, if such a thing could be on the table, there's additional people who could be doing work. Well, you lot, you uh, fancy a, a paid job. Obviously, we'll get you out of these chains since apparently you're not slaves. And the, and the names seem pretty into this. A couple of them are like, no, they've, they're they going to take some holiday, some time away. That's, that's fair. But uh, yeah, the polyamory now is a bit happier about having a slightly larger workforce. Hooray! Hooray. Uh, you are each paid 50 gold. Nice. Have the gnomes left. Do you want to say anything before they go? Parkin will take knee and place band on each little gnome's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Be well, friend. Parkin believes in you. Oh, Parkin! But you, you, you done, you done it. Oh, you done us such an honour getting us out of there. You and your friends. Ah, oh, I, I owe you a debt of my life. What? If ever you need me, Parkin, I'll be there. I'll be right there for if, you. If ever you should need to assemble an army in the future, <laughs> tiny army of gnomes. Is it bad that I pictured you transforming back and then going, don't worry, the true Parkin was inside us all along? <gasps> <laughs> you know, we can all be Parkin in our own special way. Parkin is the deeds you do. <laughs> Gnomes have departed. Gnomes have departed. Their wisdom in their ears, joy in their hearts, and, and a place inside them. A place you can always call upon if Parkin needs assistance. <laughs> D 
will stand and then transform back into D's usual form. <sighs> Bramar is just going to turn to D and go, God, I've, I've forgotten that, that, that there was there was a you under there, D. D will scowl a little bit. I mean, you are, you are great. You are fab. You got really into that character. That's all I'm saying. You sold me on Parkin. Well, then I did my job well. Tis, tis the mark of a true actor if you forget that they're acting. It was nice being Parkin. I mean, we're not going to stop you if you want to be Parkin at any point. You can be whoever you want to be. <laughs> so, you lot, you should probably get upstairs to the office. Yeah? Yeah, see what the boss man wants you to do. Up we go. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> oh, if the boss has anything that's, you know, upstairs outside, I really want to go up on the surface for something. Can't get a decent fucking apple down here. <laughs> D will pat Dusty's shoulder sympathetically. So you head upstairs up to your boss's room and you are all led inside. It's it's a nice room. There's snacks on the desk. You are offered seats and condimentary. Condimentary? Yes, they come with ketchup. Yes. <laughs> all of the snacks. Plus ketchup, they're condimentary snacks. I mean, I got served ketchup Saved today it. on a train with like a bag of, of barbecue flavoured nuts and they just offered me ketchup with it. So, so condimentary snacks do exist. <gasps> right? Oh, dear. There are ketchup flavoured oh, uh, potato chips as well. Yeah, they're real good. Dusty's just going to like start pocketing some snacks for later. <laughs> Never know when you're going to need travel snacks. So, uh, what, what what do you got next for us? We 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 appear to be done with. I think the things that we know we have knowable leads on. Yes, well, I suppose that is uh, most of the important things. We've still got the issue of this Thordson causing all sorts of issues in the region. Although it seems to be moving more southward now, which is probably a little bit better for everyone. At least he's not coming anywhere near us for now, but. Eventually, could hit the coast and start heading back, I suppose. So it seems to me we have a, a few things we should be looking into. Of course, there's still the issue of Nestor Croak, who may at any time come back to restart businesses. I've noticed that his corporate offices haven't stopped trading at all. Then, of course, there is that lead you had, I believe, Bromara. Didn't you mention something about mapping? Um, when you went to the library? Oh, yes. Uh, po- polyamory uh, season one, long time ago, yes. yes. You, went, you went to the library and you read in books that... You, you got the impression that Thornton had come from somewhere way north of the, north in the country, mm. uh, in the town of Napping. Yes, and we've still got that thing with the spiders that we're trying to, trying to work out with the whole food source scarcity issue. Yes, that is most concerning. They do keep popping up. I'm not exactly sure what that's all about, though. Yeah, so it's one of those issues that seems like, while it's not causing problems now, it feels like the longer we leave it, the more of a problem it's going to become. I would think so. Some sort of consequence for not having dealt with various things. (laughs) It's almost like the world continues, even when we're not thinking about it. How dare it. <laughs> uh, have you have you got any leads that can help point us in the direction of where we could be going with any of these? Well, of course, it's up to the surface and northwards for napping. Um, I mean, you could try the corporate offices for uh, Nestle Croak, perhaps, or heading back to his, uh, I believe, almost completely rebuilt manor. Hmm. With the spiders, of course, I couldn't be exactly sure what 
Just yeah. those weird blue and white lights. I'm sure I've seen it somewhere all before. Yes. Um, well, napping is definitely one that we have like a clear objective for, but I think it's maybe best that we deal with the these last couple of things below the ground before we, you know, venture venture f- forth, rather than leave these problems behind to, you know, forget to come back to. Do you have anyone we can ring for a bit of assistance ruining Croak's day? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, I do know someone. Are we thinking wreck the manor again, or are we thinking head back to the corporate offices? I like the idea of wrecking the manor. Of course you do. Uh, in that case, should we make that the next mission we go and do? With a little help from the Ganleys. I hit them up on that scry tome. So, you see the the familiar glow from, from your scry tome? Mm-hmm. Familiar blue and white light. There's some some sort of clouds, and they sort of clear, and there's like little blue dots going forward into the the screen of the mirror. Mm-hmm. Slowly, the face of Aiden Ganley comes into view. This is the orc that you previously rescued from a fried rat restaurant. I believe so. That yeah. was serving people. <laughs> Bridmara, how how are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's been a while. How have you been? Pretty good, pretty good. It's been good getting back to the family. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Uh, are you free at the moment to uh, help with a project? Remember, for you, I always have time. What if I told you it was a project that involved ruining the day of some rich people? I like the sound of that. How do you like the sound of destroying a bunch of their possessions that they feel very, very um, high and mighty about? Now that sounds like a wonderful time. Well, I think we've got a job for you then. Hooray, we've recruited a party member temporarily. Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non non cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is gonna be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh there's Dice Funk, which is a another D D podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and season seven. Uh they're all self-contained seasons. 
And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We didn't forget to record credits for Germs, he just doesn't have any social media presence whatsoever. And we'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye!